0: Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. We have a full team today. We are back to three people. Really had one episode at the National with all three of us. We had a few, uh, two and two, a couple guest appearances. uh, So, a lot of of fun there, but we are back to a full team of three. So, excited to... uh, Excited to get into today's episode post-national, talk about everything that that show was, what we liked, maybe some plays that we didn't get to make, we'll get into that. We're going to talk baseball, we're going to talk soccer, we're going to talk play of the week, we've got a big segment there. We've got an interview coming up with Mascot on this episode, we'll get into that here in a second. And then we've got latest launch to wrap it up, so a lot to get into, but first, the usual, every week, with three folks, what's on your mind? Ty, you look locked in. Lou looks locked in. This will be a good one. I have a feeling this is going to be a really good episode. We had a little bit of chatter before we started, so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this episode.
1: But we'll, we'll start with you today, Ty. What's on your mind? Gratitude from the National. Uh, the National was a lot of fun. It was a lot a, of fun. It was a grind. We got in Tuesday afternoon. Um, we left Sunday afternoon. Um, we were set up pretty much the entire time. I actually feel like I didn't really get like it didn't hit me till like Sunday at 11 a.m. like any sort of tiredness. I feel like we were cruising and bruising the whole time. Um, It was a really successful show. Saw a ton of people. That's really just so much gratitude for people that met for the first time that are listeners of the podcast. Um, Those that have been listening for a long time, um, you know, Kids and parents alike, uh, the whole nine. So that was that was always good. It kind of, you know, food for the soul in that perspective. Um, and then got a lot of deals done. Uh, soccer market was alive and well and healthy. Um, Pokemon. I made some sales I wish I could take back, honestly, but also pick some things up. Um, got in the mix with some Lorcana, which I'm very excited about. Some PSA 10s, PSA 9 Maleficent. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of August 1st, um, kind of wrapping up the summer here and, uh, final month and got a lot of submitted some things for grading, um, picked up these longer card holders for my tickets, which I'm excited about. And, uh, just generally pumped for all that's ahead. It was a big week for V friends introducing the new trading card game for compete and collect. Um, I think the booth, we had there was just a really successful endeavor introducing a lot of people to what we're up to and what we're building there um and i leave with a lot of optimism and excitement for the hobby and what is to come ahead yeah it's it was great i miss it and i can't wait for the next one and there's like an eight percent chance i get in a plane and go to london to see all my london card show footy peeps um eight percent yeah eight percent it's gone down a little bit Quick jaunt to London. This might be tough. But otherwise, those are the things that's on my mind. Premier League Summer Series wrapped up. You know, the summer of European football in America, I think, was incredibly Everyone successful. was talking about it, right? And uh, that's what I got. That's what's on my mind.
0: Ty, care to share how you did early on uh, against Lou on, on the V-Friends game?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a big... Big dub, right before we took off. Uh, Please cut
2: in the video, Jay.
1: If you want, uh,
2: he what happened? I think he, I won the first. I one. beat you twice in a row. No shot. Did you? I did. I Lou was pretty good. I only there. lost to. Uh, I only lost. I only lost once to Jeremy. Jay has confirmed. Actually, you no. Know, I lost twice to Jeremy. He beat me the well, first time, and then I came back, and then he beat me again after I beat everybody else. We can pull up the tape. Run the tape. All right. All right. I'm just saying we should bring that wherever we go from now on because I just want to start playing that
1: game. I agree. I got my deck set up here. Okay. Lou won, I guess. I don't really recall it that much. Now, Court's coming in from the side saying she beat me as well. It's like shots left, right, and center. The team, the team, the team. It's
2: all about us having fun together.
1: Understood. Let's keep it moving. That's what's on my mind. The game is insane. I got a chance. Okay. We had our inaugural big compete and collect tournament on Saturday. That's why and you on the mic. I hopped on the mic. You were and I MC. channeled my dude from the like pre F one race on the oh on the grid. Yeah, I went full Martin Bundle.
0: <laughs> Martin Brendel.
1: Yeah, just full. Just hey, can I grab you for ten seconds? love crazy. that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, the best the, one was Martin Bundle
0: a couple weeks ago. Where were they? It was a couple weeks ago. Was it Silverstone? And, <laughs> and he, he like runs wrong? up on somebody and they have no we, idea who he is. We asked. he has this girl, and the manager's like, no, 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 can't, no. No, she doesn't want to answer. And he's like, uh, "Screw you." Uh, can we miss? Can we get a? Can we get a couple moments? And she's like,
2: "He's unreal."
0: He has he's no. Like, fear whatsoever. He goes it's amazing. I'm sure it would have been electric anyways. It walks right on fire.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, he it brought classic. a lot of info from from him into uh, into my performance, and I enjoyed it very much. Um, well, now over to y'all.
2: Hello. Um, two things in sports life number one the end of the national to me is like the demarcation spot for football season like when the national ends i start thinking about football the jets play in two 40, days
1: 58 hours Something like
2: that. yeah 58 hours um hall of fame game i am so ready there's been so the jets are becoming the enemies of the nfl and that makes me really happy that i thrive when i am the enemy you so love I'm ex- being the enemy. i love being the enemy and you this sean me. payton this sean payton quote was unreal rogers going back and i'm defending the team was unbelievable so i'm excited about that and i'm like locked in for football season sounds like uh dalvin cook is not going to be on the Jets after all this so whatever we'll see how that goes and I then don't the, me, i don't either there was a sneaky little quote from rogers about how he took a big pay cut because at the trade deadline, a lot of pieces move. So he wants us to be available to make a move. And then there was also some little rumblings about Devontae Adams a couple of days ago. So I'm just going to connect those two dots and just assume that Devontae Adams is coming to the jet. So I feel great. Um, so that's that. And then the other thing is that today is MLB trade deadline day. By the time you're hearing this tomorrow, um, this will be irrelevant, but I'm basically hoping that the Astros can get Verlander back, and I would appreciate some kind of bat, so I'll be locked into Twitter today. Trying is to it, is Otani going to get moved? No. They, they, they were buyers, so they're going to try to play out this year. I don't know why, but they are.
0: So just so I'm on the same page, Otani can walk away for nothing at the end of the year.
2: And guess what's going to happen, Ryan?
0: He's going to walk away for nothing.
2: I I guess, I I don't know, I don't know why he would stay there, so, yeah.
0: I would love to understand, again, that's not a world I will ever be in, but i have just love to understand from that perspective, what's going through your mind. They think they're
2: getting him back. I mean, wow, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, what else, what are you going to do? It's also hard, right? Like, what is the proper valuation for Shohei Otani on a two-month rental? Like, what are they going to get back that's fair to them? Something's better than nothing. You could say that, but it's really hard to properly value it. And then the other example of when this has happened was Soto last year. And it looks like he's not staying in San Diego and they gave up a ton for him. So I would imagine that teams have some buyer's remorse on hold. Not buyer's remorse, but are just, you know, more yeah. cautious. And that's, yeah, I guess that's the question is, you know,
0: I asked some of my Reds friends this locally. I said, would you trade Ellie De La Cruz for Otani? Some not without yes. a
2: contract extension. wouldn't. Yeah, been.
0: some said yes, some said no. I
2: that wouldn't. makes no sense unless you have an extension. If you have an extension for Otani, obviously, but if not. Yeah, sure,
0: sense. sure. It would cost you way more than Nelly did. Yeah,
2: Otani not staying in Cincinnati, Ohio, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. I mean,
0: you ever been to Cincinnati? Nope. Uh, actually, yeah, once. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's on my mind? I, Lou, you actually just brought it up, and I, I hadn't thought about it before, but I'm like, as soon as you said it, I'm like, this makes a ton of sense. You had both talked about it. Ty's like it's August 1st. The National is the end of summer. Yeah. Summer ends when the National is over, and I'm like, man, that sucks. I'm disappointed. It's time for fall.
2: I'm going to uh, I'm gonna grind out one more month. I'm going to take the month where I can get it, a little beach time, a little this, a little that, but I'm with you. Yeah, well, we don't have those here,
0: yeah, so that's not an option. It's fall time. Ty, you're muted.
1: Yeah, that was my bad. There was an the ambulance going by.
0: Oh, um, but I look at it as like summer's over. We're, we're getting a little, you know, the last couple of months of being a little warm and it's going to get a little chilly and then we're getting into the fall. We're getting into football. There'll be college football played this month. The NFL will be played this month. Like football is about to be back and we're not far from basketball. Second half of the year is going to be cold, but Hey, we got sports back. So, uh, excited to just get into that. Um, the national though, sure. Certainly is what's on my mind. Um, yeah, what a lot of fun! It went by in the blink of an eye. Yeah, this is certainly the one we were the the least prepared for in quite some time. Um, by you know by a mile. Obviously, with having a child, not understanding when, where, who, how long, just kind of made things super complicated. So it was a little bit more like, let's just go and see what happens. We had ideas for content, like we were we were certainly prepared content wise. Um, but I think the That's more and more, would you say?
2: You had a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I
0: can't have a blast. Got a lot done. Um, I look back on it. I'm like, one, I wish I would have been set up. That is a good opportunity. It's the best opportunity for like engagement, like brand, brand building, stuff like that is being set up and having a place for people to come say, what's up? Hey, you know, pass out merch, do those type of things. That's, that's a good, good thing to do. We didn't do that. We didn't get to do that. Um, I'm hoping that's something we can do in Cleveland next year. Um, I, <clears throat> I was, I was going through some of my thoughts earlier. The AC was miserable a couple days for sure. Wi-Fi worked better. No, the last day. wasn't. Yeah. Car talk booth somehow got really. chilly wild. Um, I felt like there was like some deals, but like, I felt like this, the pricing was more, uh, a little bit more obscure than I had seen it in years past. I don't know if that was just like the booths I visited and I didn't get to some of the, you know, the best deals. Um, But I I saw pricing and I thought pricing was a little steep uh, at a few places. I was a little surprised by that. Um, The the national exclusive packs were great. I know we had a conversation about that beforehand. Someone actually came up to me and said, yeah, I agree with you. The national exclusive packs suck. And I said, hey, that's not me. These have been good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: that,
0: that's, that's Lujanu. Um, so I actually got to talk to somebody about that. Um, picked up some really cool PC stuff. Obviously again, just because of like walking around and engaging with people and talking and having conversation, I uh, didn't really get to buy quite as much as we would have liked. I think we buy a little bit more being set up when stuff walks to the table. Uh, we had set up a little bit at booths and stuff like that. And that, that had made it easier, but I did pick up some really cool PC pieces At the show, two things that really, really stood out. Michael Red Logo Man, one of three, was really cool. I've met Mike; been on a podcast with him. Really, like, really cool guy. Like, very, very cool. Um, Actually, got to go to his house once and tour like his memorabilia stuff from like his Olympic days, his playing days. Like, has some really, really cool stuff. Awesome, awesome guy. So that was a really exciting PC. As I don't have a Logo Man in there, so first one's got to be Michael Red Buckeye Legend. Uh, And then I think. I don't know if all three of us. I know Ty was there. Uh, Garrett Wilson Prism Gold walked up to me, uh, a Jets fan, was like, "Hey, Ryan, like, I want to show you. Are you buying? You want to see some cards?" I'm like, "Sure." He's got like a original V Friend Series One PSA 10, 101 on there. The astronaut. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the name. He has a PS- this
2: is like our kind of guy. what well- yeah. He
1: yeah. was he was definitely our guy.
0: Has a Rogers Jets jersey on. Um, so he had, get the, that? he had
2: the
0: he had the One Hundred One, and then he had two Garrett Wilson Prism. PSA 8 golds,
2: two Jets, of them, Jets prisms, true golds. Damn, I definitely want to buy one of those. And
0: I was like, You yeah. want to sell one? He's like, Yeah, sure, I'll sell one of them. I'm like, Cool, let's do it. Bought one of those. So, have the true gold. I watched gold, that have, whole
1: deal go down. That was great. Have the
0: prism black finite 101 auto. So, it, rainbow it, season, Rye, Rainbow season. It pain now. One's audited, one's not audited. Oh, you're right. Damn it. So, what it as much as it pains me to say it, um. If Garrett Wilson is as good as I expect him to be, and the Jets are, are good, there's some upside for me on this because I'm invested in Garrett Wilson. Um, but so that was really cool. So I don't want to ramble too much. I know we have a lot to get into, but um, yeah, the National was a lot of fun. I 360 days by the time this goes live, 359 days until Cleveland 2024.
2: So. Um, Real quick on Cleveland 2024, I was just looking at the location. Mm -hmm. It appears that there's like zero hotels in like the immediate vicinity.
0: Yeah, it's not a uh, Chicago with five attached hotels or four attached hotels where you just walk, you know, across the tunnel. This is definitely Ubers and driving. This is – there is nothing near the IX Center. Everything is a drive.
2: That's a shame. So um, if anyone here is listening and knows the hot hotels, holler at your boy because I'm going to lock in early. Like this year, because that helped immensely.
0: Yeah. I think we should do a month checkup, Jay. I think we should set a calendar invite. I think we should book our
2: hotels in one month. I booked my hotel for this past year, last year at the show. Like, I think we should book it like now. Yeah, I agree. If you're watching this right now and you know the best hotel, drop a comment so that we can all stay together at a hotel. Thank Thank you. Thank
0: you. Or we could just do a big card talk, card talks to Airbnb. Ooh,
2: That'd be fun.
1: Not opposed to that, Lou. That glass looks nice. It's from Target.
0: <laughs> Shout out uh, to everybody that's not list- or not not watching. Lou just has a standard, you know, prototypical Target glass, and
2: Ty just really feeling the
0: vibe. It's, an, it's a nice
1: wide mouth, as they say. It is, and like a thin, like light glass. Mm-hmm. Um, we were gonna do a little uh, brief segment, Bry, that we talked about before. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to remember what it was specifically. <laughs> the pivot from my two plays, one bad play you were saying. Oh yeah. Uh, your two favorite plays
0: you made at the national. And then one play you didn't get to make that you wish you would have.
1: But then you said we should do something different.
0: That's what I said. You said, what's the worst play you make? I said, what's a play you didn't make that you wish you could have made. Got it. So it's not a negative. It's more like, what's one thing you
1: wish you would have done that you didn't get to do. Gotcha. Um,
2: Positive card collector too.
1: For me. Walk around and buy first edition Pokemon.
2: That's
0: what you wish you would have done.
1: Yeah, I wish I would have spent more time supremely hunting for PSA 10 first edition Pokemon. I want the cat, you know, like when I say that, it's not Charizard, Blastoise, you know, Venusaur. It's like you're talking Chancy. I'm talking Doug Trio, Uh I'm talking Starmie, I'm Uh talking. Uh Starmie was low-key
2: goaded in the Game Boy games.
1: Starmie was very... Yeah, Misty would hit him out. And then uh-huh. it would, like, fly up and shoot out. Uh-huh. If so, you got it
2: leveled up big, like, it was strong.
1: Yeah, I just think when you look at the uh, pop report for first edition Pokemon, PSA 10, and even PSA 9, like, it's pretty scary, the, the lack of supply that exists.
2: It's kind of crazy how it hasn't even gone up that much in the last two or three years. There's Charizard has a little bit, but the rest of them really haven't.
1: There's 83 first edition PSA 10 Mewtwo's. Mm-hmm. You, you want Mewtwo. the entire
0: set PSA 10?
1: Yeah, I mean, that'll take me the next Decades. 10, 20 years to put together. But like, do you know what the Charizard runs? The Charizard, I think, runs 220. As In a 10. Oh, you want the shadowless one? First edition, bro. Yeah. Oh, come on. The whole thing. Jeez, always. Something weird's got to happen in my life. The Powerball goes off tonight. Like Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. (laughs) careful. (laughs) But that's why I'm saying I'm more like build the base, like Squirtle.
2: The last Charizard did 250.
1: So that's the last thing. I'll start there. I'll start with like PSA 4, PSA 5. Build that up. Trade-up challenge. Yeah. A little Courtney action. How
0: I traded this Blastoise card for a PSA 10 Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what about you
1: guys? What What's the thing that you wish you had done? Can I do two? Yeah, of course.
2: I wish I would have stayed. I mean, obviously, I wish I could have stayed the whole weekend, but... I would have loved 24 more hours. I think Friday
0: me, would have been me, to do for 24 a minutes. great yeah, you day. You should have me. been at Trade Night. Trade Night was awesome. I'm sorry. No, I, I you don't have to apologize to us. You didn't go. It's not a we're not sorry. We wanted oh, you're you. are not sorry. Then
2: you don't want me there. So why why no. would I why would I want to go?
0: We wanted you there. You just like I don't know why you're apologizing to us. Like you well, chose because I, I let you my
2: guys there. down. I wanted I wanted to be there for you because I've never been there before, but I couldn't be there. I, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean we talked about it at the show, like with the trade now when we happened. Like, this is the bar that Lou Janu requires for those that are not watching. It's very, very high, and Tyler's bar is slightly below that, right? So like we've got to have it like an NFL, st- we've got to have it like an NFL stadium or an NHL stadium or an MLB stadium for Lou to show up.
4: No, that's I mean, not
2: correct. You know, I had to come home.
0: You know, x ex- thousands and thousands of square feet. Th- you know, <laughs> Six thousand plus collectors. Michael Rubin there, Gary there, everybody there, and not Lou. Like it's not big Couple enough. Couple
2: appetizers on the side for the boys to, to munch on while we're trading wouldn't wouldn't kill anybody. Yeah, trade
1: night big? was special. We it pulled up like as was a crazy. crew. I was dead. I was. I, I had nothing but. I just oh completed God. the Lorkana, uh purchase. Great, grinded it out. Landed on Captain Hook what and Corella, PSA tens. I did it at like four, or like the deal happened at like five 25 and it just gave me full on energy right up into uh trade night sat down. We were one of the first people sat up at tables and just watched everyone just pour in, pour in. Oh, pour you got in, help. You got help in. inside. Got Ty, what, deals.
0: What'd you do? What'd you do to get helped in time? What'd you tell him?
1: Hit up Rye and Rye um, literally the security guard was like, "Who? what's going on here? And Ryan like, Cordially, like, handled the whole situation, mm-hmm. let us in nice, mm-hmm. got a t shirt.
2: Yeah, I think everyone could attest that Rai doesn't answer my phone calls, but he answers Ties. Oh. But that's fine. Mm.
0: It actually wasn't even Ties, it was Jay's. This is true.
2: That Jane actually produce, hurts
1: me a Jane little bit, right? Situation.
2: You didn't call. I promise I answer. I always. Okay, answer. it's fine. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. The other thing I regret is that I didn't get that Stetch Lorkana. I wish I would have taken it. I should have taken wow. it. It was staring me in the face. But I couldn't do it, and you were really thinking about it. You in saw you were trying to get me to do it, and I just I I just couldn't. I I wanted to be. You were responsible. I was trying to be responsible, and sure. I regret it immensely though. So I wish I would have got good. it. And I'll now, if anyone has a a stitched lore con of PSA ten, be in my DMs. You'll probably get me to overpay because now I regret it, and that's just where I am. <laughs> you get it. I'm just time. calling it how it is. Um, so yeah, those are my two things, but I had a wonderful time. I love that show, man. It's so much, fun. it's so much fun.
0: It was so big this year too. Like corporate space <laughs> was insane. Like I, 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 do think, I think the show could be better organized and have all of the corporate in one area and then have more dealers like in another, like I felt like it was like,
2: yeah, we also got dealers here, here, here,
0: here, 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 like the dealers were kind of all over. There was some corporate here, like whatnot and Beckett were here and then like you had like Panini and V Friends and David and Adams and Blowout and Tops and Fanatics you had them there like it was just kind of all spread out like i probably wish they would have been a li- like just personally i, I wish they would have been a little bit like more
2: se- it would be cool if, it would be cool if the the corporate things were like anchors like there was like four corners where like it would be like here's the Panini booth here's the Tops booth like that would be cool it, rather than it being the entire middle, which kind of takes up number one a lot of space and makes it extremely hot in the center of the show, it'd be cool if they were spread out a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, the good thing is, um, Fanatics is coming into the game and definitely going to be – Do you think they'll buy later. the National? I don't, I don't know if they're to talk about that. I have no clue. I don't know either. I'm just making a suggestion. They're either going to buy the National or start –
2: that would be crazy. If the, if, if the, Fanatics the buys the too. National, like. Why? I don't think it's that crazy.
0: I know. I, it's not crazy that they could buy it. Not at all. But if, like, if the, if Fanatics owns it, I mean, they just own everything. I mean, they just own everything. Like, everything. They, like, literally. Get ready, right? Everything. <laughs> <I feel like laughs> there's nothing that they don't own.
1: I, I think, think that there's room for a not. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't my know spidey either. sense is they, is they start their own.
2: Interesting.
1: It's my spidey sense.
4: Interesting.
1: They could be wrong.
0: It's gonna be interesting to see, like, you know, Ruben came to trade night, got to ask him a question, got to chat with him for a sec. And it was good
2: to see him in the sh- like in it. That was making, good.
0: Making deals it was like loved it. Visibly there making deals.
2: That's dope. Um,
0: yeah, even if you guys you guys came to trade night before and do you remember ian he had a mullet at the time mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. like, i saw him in the outgoing, video i lovely, was so happy
2: when i saw lovely in the video. kid. like
0: he's got the personality for it like he's just so funny he uh he went up to mike and was uh went up to uh, michael rubin and was like talking with him and got him to he said cj stroud was my favorite got him to facetime cj stroud like that's
2: sick it really, really, really cool.
0: yeah it was cool that's
2: I mean him. he is the he is the intro to the video. Yeah, look, that's that is him. unbelievable.
0: That's him. That's Ian. Yeah. I love he's, Ian. He's such a good kid.
2: Shout yeah, out guys. stranger.cards. That is that is Ian's Instagram.
1: Yeah, cards the Z. Yep. I think there's gonna be a melt up with Pokemon, but that's just me. A what? A melt up. Melt
2: up. Is that like a term?
1: Like it's like a short mm. squeeze, like all of a sudden everyone realizes there's none of them, and then the price goes crazy.
2: Hmm.
0: One thing I wish I would have
1: done, um, set up,
0: for sure. Having some booth space, again, this wasn't like we chose not to. We didn't push enough of it. Like we don't have a booth. Like we're not. Like we just got on the waiting list this year. um, So I don't have space. Um, And I think there was concerns that like the national didn't want that to happen. Like people to set up together. Like there was concerns there. So like some people didn't want. Yeah, that was like the rumor going around. It was like, hey, the national doesn't want people to set up together. So like, if this is the rumor, this is like what we were told is like, hey, you can't set up together. It's only this person's booth. So if it's only this person's booth, it can't be somebody else with them.
2: So if I buy a table with my money, I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to have whoever I want behind my table.
0: Well, this is the rumor. I mean, Aaron from Slabstocks can probably attest to it. Something I think Ooh. something happened there. Um,
2: Tough look for Aaron getting dragged in. But that's it. No, I'm, I'm I know. I'm totally I'm totally Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm not trying to like this is just what I was told. What That's I'm a not, weird rule
2: if that's what it is. So I don't know the
0: exact rule. I would love to check with the national on like how the actual rule works. Um, but again, I, I told you guys earlier, like we didn't push it a whole lot because of like you weren't it. sure you're going to be there at all. Exactly. So we didn't push it a whole lot. So um, I think looking back on it, knowing we had help, I wish I would have kind of played it a little bit more. Um, just hoping to like work with the national in the future and be able to set up on our own. Um, I think that would be something that we'd like, I think that's kind of the end goal for for us is to be able to set up regularly. Wait, a I'm
1: a little confused. Don't you set up every year?
0: No, we set up two years when we uh, were offered a table space with two people each year.
1: Oh. Hmm? Got it. The last two years
0: when you were setting up you... Yeah, last year was with Slab Socks and then the year before was with somebody local in Chicago.
1: Understood. Yep. And then, and then the, the, the rumor is that they don't podcast. want you doing that.
0: Yeah, so the rumor going around, like, when we asked a couple different people was, hey, the National uh, is strict on l- if you have a booth, it's your booth, not somebody else's. They needed to follow the correct protocol and get space through the lottery.
2: Is that maybe balance. a response to, like, because, you know, you always hear about people buying out tables. Like, maybe that's a response to that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I, shout out to the National, first and foremost, for letting yeah, me go into, into the – vendors I went to the vendors meeting originally on Tuesday night when they were voting when they we heard presentations from Atlanta Atlantic City talked about Chicago um, so I got to I learned a lot from that because I think originally like there was the rumor I talked about it on social like there was the rumor that like Atlantic City put it on their website that the national is going to be in Atlantic City in 2026 and it like blew up it blew up like Atlantic City accidentally posted it on their website wasn't supposed to happen So after that, I actually talked to the national and they're like, Hey, this is what happens. Come to the meeting. So I learned a lot about the process. So I think part of this is a bigger conversation that there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of like people just don't know the real facts about what actually happens. I am certainly guilty of that. I went through it last week when I was like, when I, or two weeks ago, when I thought, you know, when that happened, not understanding the process, how the vote works. So I learned a lot about it too. So I think a lot of it's like misinformation. People don't want to risk it. And that's what we kind of, we left it at is I understand if I had a booth and there was a potential that I wouldn't be able to set up by letting somebody else in my booth space, I would never, ever risk that too. We kind of left it at that. We didn't reach out to the national mass specifically. We, you know, we certainly didn't make any extra effort on that. Um, but I would love to just understand how that process works in the future. If that's something they intend to tighten up, if that's something they intend to loosen up, I think it would be great at some point to have some of somebody from the new national team on here. Um, cause a new team will take it over in Cleveland. I know multiple of those people. There's three people on that board. One of them is, uh, the gentleman that runs the Philly show and the CSA show in Chantilly in Virginia. Amazing, amazing
1: people. So one of them's a Jersey cat. One of them is from Jersey.
2: It might be the guy who runs the Philly show. That would make sense. I think the Philly show guy's a Jersey guy.
1: Well, Jim, uh, one of them is the
0: gentleman that runs the Hofstra show. That's a Jersey East guy. Coast
1: National. That's what they call that. East Coast National.
0: Yeah, that's one of the one of them. And then one of them runs the Philly and Chantilly show. And I forget what the other gentleman runs. Um, they have a lot of they have many many years of show experience. They're very very open. Like it was very transparent. I learned a lot about it. Like and shout out to them. Like I really really learned a lot about it. Um, so it was really, really nice. I think at some point we should have them on. And I think they could answer some of these questions because I don't, you know, I know it's not something that's like trying to be secretive and like trying to, you know, sweep anything under the rug. It was very, very like open, like, Hey, this is how it happens. This is misinformation. And they talked about that a lot. So, um, yeah, I'm going to just kind of leave it at that. Like we didn't do enough to try to set up it's on us. And I think looking back on it, I wish I would have tried to maybe reach out to the national more and understood was there a potential opportunity for Wars to set up? Is there in the future? And, you know, go from there.
1: Well, I know that uh, the floor space at next year's national is far less than this year. We got some really? time. yeah. Yeah. I mean like far less tables um, at next year's mm-hmm. national and it was definitely, yeah. I mean, we were one person away. I was there with ripsey on, um, I guess Saturday morning that was. We were um, priority four, and there we got one of the absolute last like two two spots together. Um, spot one thirty seven was available as a single, not in a great spot at all. We almost took it just like to have table one thirty seven, but then we mm-hmm. would have had V Friends Corporate and two separate tables, and we didn't want to do that. So we got two together, but we're up against the wall. Um, but there's definitely, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that will have had tables at this year that do not have them uh, next year based on the lack that's of tough. supply. Yeah. I also want to say, right,
2: just on like the national thing, I feel like you're 100% right. I don't think it's a secret. I think that show has just been run pretty much the exact same way by the exact same people for 20 plus years that it's just like, that's just how it is, you know? So it'll be interesting to hear from some new, you know, new folks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it would help a lot of people because again, like I remember posting about the Atlantic City thing and it blew up and so many people had like, oh, this is this, this is this, like just so many different takes on it. And it's just, you guys know what it's like on social media. When one thing gets said, it spreads like wildfire. So it's just so much easier to you know, have somebody actually talk about it. So, all right, let's cut in real quick. We've got to cut into a a little interview that Jay did uh, with a friend Ezra over at Mascot. So, we're going to go into that right now.
3: All right. So I'm here with Ezra Levine, CEO of Mascot. That's aiming to revolutionize the way that you handle your inventory. Um, but I'm going to let Ezra get a chance to give his kind of elevator pitch on why Mascot makes sense for collectors. And then we'll kind of take a tour through the website and, and we'll talk about all the different features.
5: Awesome, Jay. Yeah. Thanks for, for having me on. Uh, sure. Yeah. We're back from the Nationals. a really exciting week as I'm, as I'm sure it was for everybody. You know, the feedback we kept hearing about Mascot is there really is no other solution quite like this. Mascot really uh, is the fastest and easiest way to manage all of your inventory and by far the fastest way to get uh, items listed on secondary sales channels such as eBay and MySlabs and Amazon and Shopify if you have your own store. So really what we've done is we've created, you know, a connective tissue software for the industry that partners up with all the grading companies, essentially any data that you have or any data the grading companies have, I should say, will pull in directly to Mascot when you go to upload items. Right now it works for sports cards, non-sports cards, TCG. Uh, It works for comic books, whether graded or raw. Raw also works too. I I want to make sure people get that as well. And then you can sync your secondary market sales channels directly onto Mascot. Right now we work with eBay. Again, I said before, I'll say it again. eBay, MySlabs, Amazon, Shopify, which gets you all the social media integrations. We had a lot of great conversations with a lot of marketplaces, some of which I didn't even know were coming online, but are coming online. Those, those will also be integrated as well. So by coming on to Mascot, it's completely free. Uh, you'll have a beautifully displayed catalog of all your inventory with all the data from the grading companies. You can sync hundreds, if not you know, thousands of items in minutes. we were on the Gary V podcast, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. We took 329 of his items. He had all the images, all the descriptions of all the assets fully synced in the mascot took I think 47 seconds on bad Wi-Fi by the way and bad Wi-Fi so and then then from there if you want to sell you literally create one listing on mascot and you could broadcast you could blast it out to as many secondary market channels as you want if the items sell on one marketplace we've solved for a big pain point which is double sales so we've eliminated double sales altogether If it sells on one marketplace Mascots uh, technology will automatically remove the listing from all other marketplaces. So we feel great about you know how it was. We feel really great about uh, the reception at national, and, and you know we're excited to continue to get the word out.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's huge, Ezra, because we've all been there as buyers and and uh, and sellers, um, where you know you list something and you have could have two hundred cards up at on eBay at one time and you know, and then it sells somewhere or you sell the card at a show or, you know, whatever the case may be. And that card's no longer in your inventory, but then it sells and you're like, ah, oh, and I got to cancel this and hopefully we don't get negative feedback and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's huge. And that, that really excites me as a collector. So what I'm going to do is we're, we're actually on uh, mascot, you know, on your site right now, it looks fantastic. And I, I clicked on the features link. Um, and you know, it, you know if you want to give a quick just bit of color on I mean I know you already did but um, on this listing optimization and and uh, you know all the different features that that I'm seeing here the data analytics and inventory management um, you know if, if you want to get into any more
5: detail I guess now's the time yeah awesome so on the optimization part uh, you know I think a lot of people don't quite realize that there is you know really best practices to creating uh, secondary market listings whether it's you know how many items you know, how many characters you use and you know an item titles whether it's how often to post, uh, whether it's, you know, kind of the, the frequency of posting, et cetera. Uh, even if it's just creating, you know, really good descriptions, really you know high quality images. So mascot is a technology that's really considered a lot of this. And you know, we have more features that are gonna be rolled out, but yeah, by coming into mascot, and essentially uploading your inventory, our technology does the best that it can with it to make sure that, you know, you have high quality images, uh, that you have, you know, the right amount of characters, you have a you know, description of your asset, just so you can continuously rank high in uh, eBay rankings and you know in other sales channel rankings. When it comes to inventory management, you know I think when you go on the site, it's completely free to sign up. You'll see what we mean by this. You know, simply by listing in one detail of your cards, your comics, whatever it may be, you'll get as much data as really there exists on your items. It comes in automatically. You can do thousands of items and it'll come in uh, in seconds. Then you could you know filter. You could search. You can drag and drop. There's a whole kind of suite of tools that allow you to uh, handle your inventory. You can enter in your costs, uh, which really means that when you sell something, you'll get you know your P and L. You'll know how much you're making, how much you're losing. You'll know how many items you have listed. You'll know what marketplace you're listing on. It'll give you all the data to really just broaden you know your understanding of 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 your of your activities. Really, uh, same same with data and analytics. Exactly as I just discussed, you know it'll tell you you know all of your KPIs. It'll tell you. You know, kind of how many items you have listed, what the cost of your inventory is, you know, where, where you're selling items. So, you know, it's a really great tool to just give you perspective on the activities that you may already know you're doing, but when you see it, you know, really all in, you know, in, in one place, uh, you 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 might be surprised. And, uh, you know, for, for the accounting too, you know, same, same thing, it gives you all the data, essentially, just in terms of, you know, how much you're making, how much you're losing, hopefully you're making, I trust everyone's making money. Uh, and then, you know, just it'll give you essentially anything you need to print out to your accountant at year end, uh, so that you don't have to go back and trace all of your emails and figure everything out. You know, if you do it through mascot, essentially, you could uh, export one report end of the year, send it to your accountant, and I think he or she will be very happy that's amazing that's like card quickbooks uh,
3: we we get questions all the time on on card talk with how people are you know keeping track of of what they bought it for what they sold it for they have these wild excel spreadsheets are all over the place and everything and it's a pain in the butt to to keep up with so this actually again this this fires me up um so the the one last thing I want to do before we uh you know but before I let you go Ezra is you know we this is our recap show um from the national so I do want to get your like quick 30, 45 seconds on,
5: you know, your thoughts on the current state of the hobby and what you saw out of the national out there in Chicago. You know, I look I I said on Gary's podcast last week, and I'll say it again, you know, I think there's really two different markets, right? One is the kind of pricing market. The other is the activity market. Yes. Prices have come down obviously from COVID highs, but you know, if you go to a show like the national, it's really hard not to be excited about the future of this industry. It's not, you know, it's hard not to be, to be bullish on it. Just the amount of people, the amount of volume, Uh, You know, the the demographics, it's getting younger, it's getting more diverse. Every single year we go, they're taking up more and more space every year. You know, it it seems like there's real excitement for this industry. I think there's real excitement for what fanatics can do, you know, for the industry, more celebrities, more athletes on hand. Uh, It just it just feels like the industry is, you know, is really getting into a good place. It feels like it's in a healthy spot. And I've always been encouraged. You know, one thing I always look for is when prices come down, does activity wane? Do people lose interest? And, you know, if you go to a show like The National just, you know, the past week, it's hard to, you know, think that activity is waning. If anything, it feels like activity is at an all-time high. So, you know, it's always good to be there, always good to, you know, to to, to see the community, see your friends. For us, it was really exciting to get mascot out there, you know, to to hear the feedback live. I mean, the the biggest thing, I think I said it before, but I'll say it again, I think the two biggest things is people were shocked at how easy it is to use, especially in getting your inventory in. And people were shocked at how much time it's saving them and how much time it will save them when it goes to creating secondary market listings. I think mean, people, you know, by and large feel that creating listings on secondary market channels takes a lot of time and there's a lot of friction and people kind of lose interest after a while because it just takes so much time to create these listings. By literally, you know, checking off two buttons at a mascot, you could have hundreds of listings pushed live across not just one secondary market channel, multiple secondary market channels. And again, you know, Jay, to your point, you know, it also eliminates any risk of double sales. So really you're maximizing eyeballs and, you know, and clearing up any friction. That there is for secondary market selling, so it's really, really exciting and uh, excited to you know have come off the national and you know just keep building on on that uh, traction. Amazing, and we'll put all the links and everything to your
3: website and social media in the description on YouTube. Um, but you know, for the people who are listening on the audio,
5: can you just let them know where they can find you guys? Yep. So our website is withmascot w i t h mascot m a s c o t dot com, and then on all social medias at with the mascot. Amazing. Appreciate your time, Ezra.
0: Thanks, Jay. All right. Shout out to Jay for the interview with Ezra over at Mascot. Now right into another segment. We've got a play of the week this week, and it sounds like it could be a big one. So let's get into play of the week, see what we got this this time. All right. This will be a good one. This looks like a national play, maybe. Mm. Uh, this is from Nathan's Sports Cards. It says, as I was eating my lunch and sitting at one of the stages on Saturday, I saw a free signing going on with AEW wrestler named Sky Blue. As they wrapped up eating my sandwich, packing food saves a ton of money, by the way. I walked over to the short line to meet her and get this free 5x7 rookie card autograph. I got my autograph, took a picture, and moved along. Sunday night, I saw a Facebook group of man that someone posted about this free signing. His post had a ton of interaction. Seeing this, I looked on eBay to see if anyone had sold their free autograph they'd gotten. I saw a few sales going on 150 to 200. I instantly took pics of mine, posted them on eBay for the cheapest available. An hour later, I had an offer of 100. I wanted to be greedy and counter, but since it was free, I took the offer. Buyer paid immediately. Not bad for a free autograph promotion and randomly running into it while eating lunch. Pictures are attached. Oh, H. there we go, baby.
2: Yeah, I the one thing I didn't bring up by the way was that I uh, upper deck had those tables where people could like sit in the middle of the show. Thought that was such a good idea just to give some some people a place to sit during the day. Great job by upper deck.
0: I will say Upper Decks booth over by like corporate was actually really nice. Had some, it was right by like the wall, had a like a little blocked off section, but had a uh, ton of uh, different spots to sit and stuff. It was, it was kind of nice.
2: That's cool. Um, I like this play. It does say first ever card. That's really cool. I believe Sky Blue is getting a push towards the women's championship in AEW or just had one. Um, so that would explain all the interaction. Um, great job great to walk into some of the national all right what's next
1: yeah i like that play i don't love the oh at the end but yeah
0: perfect. i could do without
2: that part
1: yeah. <laughs> now we're talking all right now this is
4: we're from we're
0: talking this is from jnn collectors wait does Jay hey
2: some, Jay, is there some kind of introduction you need to give us
3: yeah you're like smirking
1: it's throwing me off
3: on the next one and on the one after you, you want me out okay. until the next one? I'm fine.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm just wondering, are you hanging out or what are you doing? Are you oh, like waiting, hang out. waiting for the bit? Oh, Jay. Jay. Hey, guys, can I read this one? Can yeah, sure.
2: This, yeah, I don't want to read this junk.
1: Yeah, it's from my friend JNN Collectors. Yeah, oh,
2: sure. smoking JNN, Ryan. Nice.
1: Hey, guys. Hope you're all doing well and recovering from the national. I actually almost fell asleep at work yesterday, by the way. I have an entry for play of the week. I was at one of my LCSs last week and came across a card in the $2 each or 6 for 10 bin. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the owner was unfamiliar with the player. Not, that's tough. It was a 2022 Bowman University Lava Refractor Nick Singleton Auto to $199. I bought it, along with five other cards, listed it immediately for $44.99 and accepted an offer that evening for $40. After shipping and fees, I cleared $30.33 for a profit of over 28 on the one card. I still have a press pass red ink Ray M- M- Mualagu. Maluga. Maluga. Ma- Old That's what day. I was wondering. I'm like, did he play ND? No, no, USC. USC. He's he part of that, that nasty dude. linebacker board. Yeah, I knew I recognized recognize it. Uh, from that person purchase, but was happy to move the singleton. Take care and have a great week. He's going to be a monster this year, absolute monster. And I love you picked him to win the
0: Heisman last year.
1: Mm, yeah. He was pretty damn good.
3: Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll take the thirty bucks.
1: Next play on a linebacker. I do <laughs> need to make an intro on the next one. I saw that it was muted. It gave me the notification. I mean, he's one of the three best running backs in college going into this year. I thought he was a linebacker. No. What are you shaking your head about, bro?
0: That just cannot be true. I got a fire alarm going. On. <laughs> All
2: right, so mute yourself. We're well, supposed to give true. us an introduction. Well, not with the fire alarm going off. He isn't.
1: <laughs> I thought. I thought this guy was a linebacker. I'm just dead wrong on that. He was the offensive freshman of the year in the Big Ten last year. Wow. I'm taking Braylon
0: Allen over him first and foremost. I'm taking Travion Henderson over him first and foremost. I mean, that's already two.
1: I don't know where those guys play, but you're wrong.
0: Trayvon Henderson plays at Ohio State, number running back in the country two years ago.
1: What Braylon about Blake Allen, Blake Corum, boys? Come on. Yeah, Blake Corum's Br- the number one. And then it's oh, next
0: oh, Allen plays at Wisconsin. He's definitely better than this dude. And I don't even like Wisconsin. He's clearly better than this guy.
2: He's number four on this list I'm looking at of best running backs for the 2023 season. So he's not top three. That's all that matters. Well,
1: uh, neither of your boys are even sniffing. Luke, who's, on the top, you, who's on the top? Who's on the top four? Appreciate. This
2: is an ESPN list from April 25th. It's number one, Blake Corum. Number two, uh, Quinshon Judkins from Ole Miss, who I don't know. Mm-hmm. This guy, I know, Raheem Sanders from Arkansas is really good, and then Singleton.
1: Yeah, whoever you mention on your buckeyes isn't sneaking into the top ten on that Stop. list. He he is not sneaking into the top ten. I can confirm. Stop.
0: That list is outdated. That's from April, brother. Nobody was doing anything
3: football. Oh, you like the
1: list until you've heard that you're the, in the room since April. Okay. okay. It's a great Jay? point.
3: Jay. Okay. I just want to point out that if you make a live in-person national play uh, on one of the hosts, you're definitely
1: gonna be on the show. Oh, Oh man, I think this is probably on me. Yeah, Snorlax pokey. <laughs> oh god. <gosh. laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: oh, this is hilarious. This is from uh Narca. It says, "I think I made a play. I've been looking for a first edition Hollow Snorlax for a couple months. Friday at the National, I walked up to a booth in one uh, booth and one in a PSA 9 graded staring at me with a sticker price of 650. I talk talked with the dealer. I talked with the dealer and we discussed comps and they were around the mid 600 to low 700 range. So the sticker was not bad." He just wanted cash, so I wanted some Dare kind deals. of, I wanted some kind of discount off the sticker, and offered five fifty. We met in the middle at five ninety five. The next day, I got a message attached, made me look up comps again. The next day, with twenty six bids, it sold for eight ten on eBay. Oh, it's a I'm- message from Tyler with a picture of the Snorlax, and it said, "You stole that Snorlax from me, btw." No way. I told you the card won't be in the case when I come back.
1: You're on mute again, bro. I
3: love that. I love it for Jay. <laughs> The the way he's talking, I don't think he realizes that um, that he made the play on Ty, and that Ty is the host on the pod. Like he sent he it
1: in. To know. He has to one million person, Jay. <laughs> stop. I mean, I have like four gifts from the guy right here. Okay, like I, the, the yes. The reality is, I yes. priced my cards to sell. The comps were like seven hundred bucks. When I see a price on eBay, eBay takes. 13%, sometimes that 15% is, of that, that price. That is accurate. That is accurate. So when people go to these shows and see that a card sold for $750 and then put mm-hmm. an $850 sticker price on it and then complain that no one's buying cards at the show, this that's is a what good happens. Club. Talk this about is, it. This that's that's this is real. So,
0: so $700, you sell that card for $700, you're automatically down to $610. I took $15 less to cash out in one day.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Now, what I'll say is this man and I engaged in a serious negotiation because I was firm you weren't that That firm. I was not going less than 600. And we spent about 45 minutes on it. And he finally said, you know what? I'm not going to pay 600. Can I pay you 599? And I didn't want his four singles. So I gave him 595 and he walked away. And I still am salty about it because I should not have sold that Snorlax. And I probably will have to pay more money. But we'll always have this story, and sometimes I do some things for the content and the betterment of the Card Talk brand.
2: A-plus. A-plus job at a time. Thank you for making that sacrifice. Respect. A lot of people wouldn't do the same.
1: But I will say this dude has some really a really cool like the rotating case. spinning display case that he's working on that I'm excited to put on my desk, and um, I hope he enjoys that Snorlax. Bet. All right. The last play, Ryan will really appreciate this one
3: because he sent over literally a novel. It was the longest <laughs> uh, Play of the Week submission I had ever seen in the history of my life. And I, I, the thought of like the anxiety attack that Ryan was going to have if I tried to like run that as like three different slides and reading it for 20 minutes, it wasn't going to happen. So I said to the guy, look, this is a great play, but you got to show it. So anyway, what I got him to do is... I'm going to have him read it. He sent me a selfie video of his play, and we're going to play it out on the air. Oh, my God. I'm is pumped this, about this. It's
1: a Brady. It's a Brady. He's, is he playing this year? No,
4: right? No. Hello, everybody. Army ATC 22. I'm spinning my play of the national on Thursday night, early Friday morning. I came back from the casino. And I got a message from Jay Mojo Sports telling me, come to Lowe's, trade night's still happening. This is like 2.30 in the morning. So I ended up going back to my room, my hotel room real quick. My cards were actually put away in the safe because I was not going to be really moving cards the next day. I'm just, I was just going into dealing with my appointment with Panini. And uh, so I just grabbed some money and went to the hotel. When I was there, uh, a couple deals were being made and everything, and the guy came up, had a few cards, and wanted us to look at them. And he handed me three different cards, one of them being a 2016 Panini Eternal Tom Brady Diamond, numbered four of five. Um, quickly asked him Is that what you this know, is? What he wanted for it and everything else. He said previous comps were years ago. And um years ago and it was i knew it had to be a big card so i asked him again like what how much do you you want for the card this is the reason why the nationals the way it is these type of cards don't show up so he just said i'll take two hundred dollars for it i didn't negotiate nothing gave him two hundred dollars and he went on his merry way so jay looked at me We, we we didn't know what just happened seriously i think he ended up buying something else from him and uh so the next day, um, went to the following trade night at Lowe's with that card. After I got a lot of information on it and everything, contacted a few individuals, the captain, everything, that, that no Brady's and trying to figure out a value on it. Um, I came up to the realization about $2,000, honestly. I didn't want to just overvalue. I just wanted to you know, use it, make some money, and not try to just sit on something I don't know the value truthfully is. No one can really give me a price. So, um, went to trade night the next night at Lowe's and it's the infamous everyone knows about it. Got shut down by the cops. Uh, so early in the morning there, you know, I mean, well, was, I think it was around midnight. Um, we moved to the Hyatt Regency and there, um, where a couple people already set up for the trade night and, when, so, I started walking around, had my case this time, of course, with the cards and, and some extra money. And a guy was set up and said that he was a Brady super collector. So, I showed him the card and he was extremely interested in it. Um, he asked if he can do kind of a cash trade deal. So, he did and ended up coming out with a $1,000 cash and a Tua 2020 Chronicles Prison Black Orange, numbered out of 75 Auto, 1010. I then sold that card for $1200 the next day at the show. So I took $200 and turned it into $2200 in approximately 30 hours. That is my play of the national. Thank you guys.
1: That's a play. Yeah. Late it's
0: hard to
2: that. So so he ended up with he paid 250 200 and then he ended up flipping it for 1000 and the Tua, correct? So the Tua 1, and the Tua sold for 1200 And the Tua sold for 1200 So he ended up making 2 k on a $200. It's yeah. a good job. 10X. 10X.
4: 1200 for a Tua
3: card is. Uh, uh, that I mean, yeah, that couldn't was. be
2: me. No. We need to have a convo about like who are you not going near for the next six months? And I think Tua might be near the top of that list. It's a great job by Alex though.
1: Yeah. Get that all. Who bought the Tua? Um, hey, Burrow like dipped 15% off the potential Achilles, calf news while at the show. Base an Prism went guy. from 250 to 200.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty, you know, we talked about it briefly on card talk. I remember bringing it up, but it was like, that uh,
2: that sure, Thank you,
0: you know, that sure could have been a lot worse. That sure could have like had real implications on the card market at the national. Like, Joe Burrow is a big deal in the sports card world right now, so that uh, that was pretty crazy.
2: I, I don't know. That was a weird one because that's a precursor to something else, which is not great. What's that? usually that that injury is a precursor to popping your Achilles.
1: Okay, at least I agree. That's what
2: everybody was saying at the show. So he needs to sit down for a while and heal that
1: up. Go focused. You
0: know one thing I learned from this play and we didn't talk about it enough. I didn't go. Obviously, we ran one trade night, but the trade nights at the National are the most underrated part of the National.
1: I I agree. Your trade night was crazy. I also think if you can go in there rested and, and mentally sharp, you can you, you got a leg up on the field. Because most people are in there just pure gen hours, pure late night at the casino, pure trying to make some things happen. Just stumbling like in. <laughs> just
0: stumbling
1: like, in. I moving. got Ty fell asleep at work. <laughs> Bro, I old literally passed out at like 5.15 for 25 minutes last night. I was like, eh.
2: Yeah, it was it was rough scenes for me when I got home. And I was only there for two days.
0: Yeah.
1: All um, right, Jay, flip through them real quick. I think I have got? What do we got? What do we got? You have the five-minute story? Is
2: I got old quick this year. I realized I'm like officially too old to like be out at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you guys gonna bury me on this final player? No, right, so no. Here.
0: To me,
2: it's the it's the Brady. Yeah, it's, it's gotta, gotta be the, the Brady. Brady. It's gotta. Be I do Brady. like this one though, but I think it's the Brady as well.
1: I like the next Singleton too. And the first ever know.
2: video submission, which is
1: yeah, we gotta respect the video submission. How dare he screenshot the fact that I sent that to him?
2: It's a good job by him.
0: I... That is that is definitely a good job out of him.
1: Um I'm, I'm upset about it.
0: It's good to see. I mean, first and foremost, it's good to see, uh, you know, a national exclusive sky. What is it? Sky blue. It's good to see the national exclusives getting some love. Mm-hmm. De- definitely love to see that. Yeah. Real cool. quick, Lou. Um, I just think it's worth noting. I, you know, I love your opinions on baseball and you're really the Thank baseball you. expert here. And We haven't Thank got a you. lot into that. You know, I know we rambled earlier about the national and, all, you know, rightfully so. But can yeah. you just give us a little update on like, you know, the baseball world, Mets, Yankees, where we stand there? Like what's going on?
2: I know what you want me to do, but I feel like Jay's taken enough of a beating on the show that I'm gonna dial it back a couple. I'm gonna dial it back a few notches. When did
0: Jay take a beating?
2: Uh, I don't think we need to get into it. It's been it's been a rough show for Jay. So um, yeah, Jay should show, show is sure, for sure. Um, King of merch. King of merch. <laughs> we definitely can't sell that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jay, can I ask one thing of you? Yes. Can we please at least remake four, five, six, maybe seven Charizard, Canterian, ACLTs? I can easily do it. No problem at all. Please. Some have called
3: me the Martin Brundle of card talk. I mean, I I sat down with Ah. Dave. You know, I I I got us a soundbite. You know, wasn't gonna let him not respond to. You're more like
1: the Amadras shot. Martin Brundle doesn't do sit downs, bro. He does walk bys. You're more of the
2: Ahmad Rashad. You get in with this, you get in with the people. You throw softball questions, and then you move oh, on.
1: Little Summer Sanders. <laughs> little Summer Sanders. <laughs> um, All right, quick MLB update. MLB, let's go. Uh,
2: Yankees dead last. Pits bottom of the basement of the AL East. You hate to see that. But Judge is back, so there's still some potential for life. It's going to be hard to climb out of the depths of that division because it's a hard division. But yeah. they could. The Mets, fire sale mode, doing the right thing. Completely, you can beat this, Jay, completely to bed this season. And these things happen, but they made the right decision and are making the trades to get out of it. They're tra- they traded Scherzer for a great prospect. They're going to trade Verlander back to the Astros for a subpar prospect, but you'll take it. And then, um, who else? The Astros are half a game back of the AOS against the Rangers. The Rangers are falling apart little by little, so they'll be out soon. Um, and then in the NL... I don't know. Jay, you probably know the NL better than me. I feel like, is it still the Braves? It's got to be the Braves,
1: right? The first Tani, of six of the did you games. the, Braves the are Tani pitch a complete game, scoreless one hitter in the front end of a doubleheader and then suit up for the backside and hit two bombs? That yes. That's ex- that's, that sounds, that sounds that's, like something he would do, yeah. yeah, Sounds a little flat I think it
0: happened during the National. I mean, guys take three weeks off if they throw a complete game
2: one hitter. Bro, it's just insane to me that he is again i've i've fallen on the sword couldn't have been more wrong on, in that case but like it's insane how good he is and how just like
0: irrelevant the angels are I, I will say there's not many times in my life it definitely never happened on card talk but tied for the second most wins in the NL right now is the Cincinnati Reds yes that's why the reds are in the mix the Braves have 67 wins they're in first by a mile the Reds lead the NL Central. They're 59 and 49, and the Dodgers are 59 and 45.
2: Yeah, I don't know the NL as well. I know the Diamondbacks were doing really well, but they've kind of fallen off a little yeah, they're, bit. They're um, third in the NL West, they're 57 and 50. Giants
0: have 58 wins. Brewers have 57 wins. Phillies and Marlins have 57 wins.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think after today, it'll, it'll be a little bit more clear. I want to know who the Mets are going to trade. I, there was like some rumblings they might trade Alonzo. That would be outrageous. That's I don't happening. think they're going to do that,
3: Jay, right? Okay. No, they're talking about Adam Ottavino, some of the bullpen guys. That makes sense, but you're not getting that. Um, much. They just traded Canna, but definitely Verlander is at the top of the list. And I will
0: uh, say the Oakland Athletics
2: are bad.
3: They've oh, I mean that wins. was the, I think on the show I said they're under 65
2: wins was like the easiest bet of all time. And the Although, Royal,
1: pretty. Bad. I was just trying to think because when I think about the Cincinnati Reds, I actually think about like kind of swaggy, and then I was like, wait, why do I think the Reds are swaggy? And I'm like, depressing. oh, it had to- Barry Larkin backyard baseball.
2: Right. Uh, that would be it. That would be it. Yeah. I
0: mean, the Barry Larkin, Sean Casey, Adam Dunn, Austin Kearns, Ken Griffey Jr. Ty, Reising. it feels
2: like the Backyard Sports Series is a fictional character for series sure. we should be Pablo pursuing. I, need,
1: I might need to get involved there. Fire you. that in there. Yeah, well, Pablo Sanchez and P.D. Wheeler. Pablo Sanchez,
0: that was his name. That was yeah, and P.D. Wheeler, was speed up the first baseline,
1: pure speed. Dude, the first Backyard baseline. Baseball, that was my Game yeah, backyard baseball is amazing. I it's remember freaking them out me. about the rumors of like backyard hockey, backyard football with hocus pocus. I was going to say like crazy. the other
0: game was like NFL blitz. Yeah. Two thousand NFL. Uh, no NFL street.
1: NFL with, like street Ricky Williams NFL on the cover.
0: Sick. So NFL, I oh, had man. the
1: um, great luxury of bro. The Pablo Sanchez rookies are expensive. They, mm-hmm. I could imagine. Really? Um, I visited the, uh, the personal collection of the founder of WADA while I was at the show. The game company? Correct. The great game grading company. And when I tell you it was the single most unbelievable collection of anything I've ever seen, he had every video game known to man raw. And then he also had all the in-store marketing promos. Everything for original Pokemon, blue, red releases. It was so sick. Cool borders. PSA,
0: PSA on water?
1: Snowboard kids. I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure they bought them in the last two years or so.
0: Maybe not PSA, more more collections universe. Yeah. Was PSA? So that was, know. that was cool. That was really
1: cool. Um,
0: yeah. All right. Let's get into latest launch. I know we are uh, late. I'm going to be late to something didn't set an alarm that's tough you hate to see that bad job you out of me hate to see that bad job out of me seven minutes past a uh, hard stop tough tough scene there. Boy, I mean
2: when you keep dragging it out right now it's not we getting continue. Any better
0: we continue we're I mean <laughs> three minutes late and five minutes late I mean all the same uh obsidian soccer drops this week score football starting to get into those twenty twenty three releases. Um, we'd love to see the 2022 releases finish up here soon, though. NT football is due very, very soon. Um, NT FOTL drops
2: today. Mm. So, so It'll be live. it feels like maybe a case break for NT might be in our future. Mm,
0: NT FOTL mm. starts at eighty two fifty and goes down via Dutch auction. So it might be a little expensive. I'm not sure we can expense that one, but it would be nice. Yeah, Well, the boys could split a case break. Uh, yeah, you know. Expensive, expensive. Much. We'll see. Uh, select UFC H2, Super Glow Sevens Edition, 2023 Tops Baseball sevens Factory Edition. You know like Rugby?
2: Says. Must be Rugby Sevens. Anyway. Leaf
0: Soccer Blaster, Tops Complete Baseball Factory Sets, Pokemon Back to School Pencil Box, and Eraser Blister Pack. Wow. It's got to be gas. <laughs> That's electric. Tops- <laughs> I'm getting people. I'll send you a picture.
1: Please, dude. I need one. Of those yeah, I the pencil Box? kid would have been in fourth grade. I was good.
0: I'll send you one.
2: With the blister pack, might have some heat.
0: <laughs> um, Pokemon Summer Collector Chest 10, Tops Chrome Bundesliga Soccer, True Creator Stellar Edition Jumbo.
1: Who would be in that Bundesliga? Any good rookies in there? Young but uh rookie wise, I'm not sure. Bellingham I'll see who's on the-, the league. I'll see who's on the Gio Reyna is gonna be in there. But he's um, been around. Yeah, he's been around from a rookie perspective. I feel like there's one uh,
0: or two. M- on the list, and there's a yep. guy.
1: Mukoku, but those guys, again, aren't. Can't read it. Bayern probably has some sneaky cats.
0: Oh, right here. It says, the future of Bundesliga with players like Jamie Bino Gittens
1: Okay.
0: or Bayern Munich's youngest Bundesliga player ever, Paul okay. Wainer. Wainer.
1: Wainer. Yeah. You Not know sure? either of those? It's probably Wainer. Van- the German W. I don't know those guys. Can't lie. Mm. I did watch uh, BVB Dortmund. Beat uh, United in the friendly. Bukoku had some nice goals. United looked like a little bit of a mess. Um, There's some Jude Bellingham is like a megastar. Absolute megastar. Real early Madrid. On Mbappe saga, we're going to have to see what's going on.
0: Yeah, didn't he say he wasn't going to play there anymore?
1: So, uh, uh, officially, he Otani and Mbappe are going through the same thing. Final Otani's year contract. playing in Saudi? No. Mbappé didn't trigger his invention. So Mbappé is free to leave in 2024. um, And PSG doesn't want to do that. So they got him for sale. And that's that. Heck of an
0: episode post-national. We'll be back next week. Love y'all. Thanks for
4: tuning in.